0: This is WPTF, The First 50 Years. 1924. Radio was just four years old as a form of entertainment. But radio fans in the Raleigh community were caught up in the excitement this new form had to offer. Ears were strained to distinguish between static and voices of WEAF New York, WBZ Springfield, KDKA Pittsburgh, and WLW in Cincinnati. But in 1924, a new voice took to the airwaves, Raleigh's own radio station. Built and owned by the late Will A. Wynn, Raleigh's first station began as WFBQ. During the 20s, the call letters were changed from WFBQ to WRCO, and the station grew from 50 watts to 100, then 250, 500, and finally to 1,000 watts. The station first signed on at 1190 kilocycles, later jumped to 1380, then 720, and later 550, before finally settling for the present frequency 680. In 1927, the Durham Life Insurance Company purchased the station, and the call letters were changed to WPTF, representing the motto of the company, We Protect the Family. It was during the 20s that this became a familiar sound. This is the National Broadcasting Company. As WPTF moved into the 30s, the radio industry became an important source of information and entertainment. Many homes found the family gathered around the radio as radio sets were becoming less expensive. For example, Atwater Kent's were reduced to $27. And with the expanded range of WPTN, listeners were joining a nation of radio fans, enjoying such favorites as these. Jump on the Manhattan merry go round, the ring of New York town. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you back to Jack Benny's dressing room. He's getting ready for the program, and Rochester is shaving it. Hold still while I lather you, Rochester. You have to use that much. <laughs> Or, of course, to the resident of 79 Wistful Vista, Molly's husband, Fibber McGee. As we look in on the McGees, Fibber is tinkering... News from around the, the world became available through the national networks, and the 30s provided the WPTF community with live on-the-scene coverage of worldwide events. In December of 1936, our listeners heard this overseas transmission. England's King Edward VIII. I have found it impossible to carry the heavy burden of responsibility and to discharge my duties as king as I would wish to do without the help and support of the woman I love. As the 30s drew to a close, WPTF entered a new era in news programming. H.B. Kaltenborn was added to NBC's team of news analysts and such programs as the March of Time were bringing us some very disturbing echoes from across the Atlantic. The serious tone of the news was offset with some of the best-loved big band sounds to set your feet a-tapping. Remember Glenn Miller and Woody Herman and North Carolina's own Kay Kaiser? There were the Dorseys, Tommy and Jimmy, and Frankie Carl, and the list goes on and on. The Grand Ole Opry was a Saturday night program, thousands of Tar Heels, as well as the rest of the nation, wouldn't miss for the world. On the stage of the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville, Tennessee, this is Art Divine inviting you to join us for the tops in country music. Here is Miss Delwood. And On May 24th, 1941, WPTF became a broadcast giant with the dedication of its new 50,000 watt transmitter, the maximum power allowed for a standard radio station. The voice, General Manager Richard Mason. A number of distinguished guests representing the city of Raleigh, the state of North Carolina, and the radio industry are with us tonight to participate in this dedicatory program. With 50,000 watts of power, WPTF took on a man-sized job of news reporting. War had been declared, and this station remained on the air 24 hours a day, serving as a homing guide for U.S. Air Force planes. Scores of newsmen filed their daily reports from the European and Pacific theaters, and top news analysts here in America helped us to understand what was taking place. Now, obviously, if Molotov and Stalin continue their policy of anticipating what may happen... Perhaps the warmest memories of some of WPTF's broadcasts during those war years were well, those times when we were able to share the laughter of thousands of homesick G.I.s as they were entertained by that intrepid performer, Bob Hope. And now we find Bob and Skinny Annis at Camp San Luis Obispo on the way to the Quartermasters to get their uniforms. Hey, come on, Skin. Come on, Skin. we got to go into the Quartermasters' office and get some equipment. But yes. finally, the war was over. Here's how WPTF shared in this joyous news as it brought its listeners the news long-awaited throughout the world. Someone has taken off his shoes, put them on a broomstick to signal victory, and is waving them up in front of the NBC mobile unit. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. Tonight is a night such as America has never known before. America has gone wild. Bedlam rules Manhattan as it does most every other city in the country. Peace. Peace, isn't it wonderful? With the war over, radio entertainment added a new dimension for its listeners. WPTF expanded its services with the addition of FM radio. The development of an unparalleled sports network, high-fidelity music, and these personalities made WPTF the best-known, most-loved station in eastern North Carolina. From our studios here at WPTF, your communicators for the next half hour, yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gertz. Throughout the day, you'll be hearing a lot from Raleigh. Carl, you're on. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. It's a pleasure to tell you folks something about our capital city. This is Harriet Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Supermarkets have a definite place. This is Bill Ellis in Raleigh, North Carolina, Monitor City of the Week. As the capital of its state, Raleigh has a problem deciding... My name is Bill Jackson, and, well, I've logged a little over 17 years behind the microphones here at WPTF. And my partner on this year. This is Jimmy Caps. Yeah. With a nocturne we send as our best to you. So here's to you... The 60s ushered in another kind of excitement. The space age. With rapid strides, beginning with Commander Alan B. Shepard, Jr., America launched the first-manned suborbital spaceflight. WPTF listeners were thrilled with the accomplishment. Adding one accomplishment after another... The decade ended with the successful landing of a spacecraft on the surface of the moon. U.S. astronaut Neil A. Armstrong became the first man to set foot onto the moon. And WPTF listeners, as well as all the world, heard him make this historic statement. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. As the 70s began... WPTF Radio had achieved a maturity unsurpassed by radio broadcasting anywhere. Its great success can be attributed to the able leadership of Dick Mason, the station's general manager, and Graham Pointer, the program manager. The retirement of these two men in 1972 brought accolades from around the country. Governor Robert Scott had this to say about their combined service of more than 80 years in guiding WPTF into the giant it has become in the broadcasting industry. And I'm sure that uh, this station is going to continue to offer the quality of service to its listening area and to the broadcast industry that uh, has been a hallmark uh, of the company all these years. But that's not the end of the WPTF story. Carl Venters, Jr., a talented, energetic young man with a sound background of radio management, joined the staff of WPTF as our new general manager. Under his leadership, WPTF continues to serve our listeners as a friend of the family. Through the worst of times, through the best of times, for all time, WPTF will be the pulse of the people it serves. Radio is here to stay. And here is Carl Venters, our general manager, with a few words regarding his philosophy for the future of WPTF. We at Durham Life Broadcasting Service are proud to share these few highlights of the past 50 years as WPTF grew from a 500-watt infant into a 50,000-watt giant. It's a story that thousands of listeners and hundreds of performers have shared in during our first 50 years as a friend of the family. Whatever the future of WPTF, and its companion FM station, WQDR, programming will represent the best interests of the millions of listeners in the WPTF community. Perhaps I can sum it up this way. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. You wake up in the morning You see the rolling hills And the sunlight through the trees you that living here in Raleigh is living like it's meant to be. Nowhere else in the nation, in all of God's creation, can you find a better